Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. And I'm Brandon Kylie. Very happy right now to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by Jonathan Mayo. He covers the draft and minor league baseball for MLB Pipeline. You can follow him on Twitter at his name, Jonathan Mayo. Jonathan, we always appreciate the time, man. How are you doing today? Doing okay. How are you guys doing? Doing very well. So we were just talking about the Cardinals' plans for second base next year. Tommy Edmond has really struggled against right-handed pitching this year. And, of course, that means we were talking about Nolan Gorman, uh, the lefty power bat that's down in AAA and has been really good of late. Jonathan, I wanted to ask you, in terms of his arrival at the big league level, how close is Nolan Gorman ready to being able to be a contributor for this Cardinals team? I mean, I think if you look at what he's doing, you know, overall this year and uh, particularly, you know, of late, as you mentioned now in AAA, he's got to be close, you know, and then it's going to be a question of when do you want to kind of pull the trigger and get his clock started. I don't think the Cardinals have ever hesitated uh, to bring a guy up if they feel that he's ready, knowing that, you know, he doesn't turn 22 until May, uh, you know, that the, the 2020 loss season, meant different things for different people. And I don't, it may be years before we really know. It looked like, you know, it looks like at least offensively, he's, uh, you know, hasn't missed any, any time. If anything, he used the time wisely. Uh, I guess the, 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 the biggest question is if he can play second base. And I, I honestly don't know the answer to that. I, I haven't seen reports. Um, these days you have all sorts of people who play second, you know, if Max Muncie can play second base for the Dodgers, Nolan Gorman should be able to play second base uh, for the for the Cardinals. I, I think it's you know really just a question of how comfortable they will be. But you know the Cardinals have long put guys up the middle that you didn't think could necessarily stay there, and they've done a, a very good job. So uh, you know you're going to see them at some point early in the in the 2022 season. So when he becomes fully formed version of Nolan Gorman, Jonathan, what are we talking about here? Is this a guy that could be a 30 home run guy consistently? And if there's a player comp that you have, I don't know if you like doing those or not, but do you have, Oh, I hate him. Okay. Then I won't ask you that in terms of (laughs) statistically, then what are we talking about with Nolan Gorman? Yeah. I mean, I, I I think he is a, he is a guy who will hit 30 homers. Um, I don't, you know, the, the question has always been with Nolan Gorman, uh, and he has struggled with it at times, is how, how much contact is he going to make? Uh, nowadays, everyone strikes out, right? So you're going to live with strikeouts. I think if he mitigates the strikeouts by working counts and drawing some walks, 
he's going to tap into the power. I think that's what you're seeing uh, this year. Maybe, you know, you're seeing it more consistently this year than you did in 2019. Um, you know, although keep in mind that some of that, you know, he hit a ton of with power early. No one can hit for power in Palm Beach. So, you know, you take all that with a grain of salt, but he got out of his approach a little bit. The strikeouts were high in both places, but he walked more in low A, walked less in high A. I think he's starting to figure it out now. So I think that as he's never going to be a guy, I don't think that's going to hit 300. But, you know, if he gets to the power enough, makes enough contact to get to the power, this is a guy who maybe he hits, I don't know, 260, maybe 270 with a whole lot of homers. And 30 may be the low end of what he's capable of. The raw power is ridiculous. The other guy that's in AAA the Cardinals fans are very excited about this year is Matthew Liberatore, and his last three starts have been outstanding for him. He's gone seven innings in each of them. Uh, Jonathan, do you, do you feel like he is now reaching the point where he's about ready to be at the big league level? And if so, do you think he could contribute to their rotation as early as next year? As Next year, without a doubt. I mean, I would give him every opportunity to, to make that rotation out of spring training knowing again that he, he turns 22 during the offseason. He is crazy young. I think people forget because, uh, and I don't know if you guys have ever talked to him, he does not present himself like a 21-year-old. Yeah. The way he talks about pitching, uh, his size, the, even just his feel for pitching and how he goes about it is much more advanced. Even coming out of high school, he sort of seemed more like a college lefty, but with projection because of his size. right? So there's still more in the tank, I think, to come stuff wise from him and his stuff is already really, really good. And he knows what he's doing with it. Um, you know, the fact that he, uh, struggled people, you know, like if they're scrambling to look at his season stats right now, to be like, mm, you know, it, he made a big jump. I mean, you know, from, from he went from, from a ball to triple a and has more than held his own. He picked well in Olympic qualifying. Uh, he, he is going to be a frontline starter. Uh, I've always been a huge believer in, in Matthew Libertor from the time he was in high school, uh, you know, all the way up in, until now. And I think you're right. I think he is, he's figuring it out now. He's going to carry that over with him into 20, into his off season workouts and into 2022. So I think that he's going to make a lot of noise and make it uh, hard for them. I think in spring training. And if say he begins the year in triple a just to, you know, pump the brakes a little bit and his age and depending on what the makeup of the rotation is, I think that'd be fine, but he, he's going to bang down that door at some point, you know, early on next, next year. But I, I would tell him if I were the Cardinals front office, that he should be ready to compete for a spot in the rotation. And, and frankly, even if they don't tell him that that's going to be his mindset. We're talking to Jonathan Mayo of MLB Pipeline here on 101 ESPN. Hey, Jonathan, another guy that we've really kind of set our sights on this year in particular and over the last couple of years is Yvonne Herrera, the young catcher that the Cardinals say is going to be the heir apparent to Yadier Molina. And now that Yadi has been signed for next season, it seems like 2023 is probably when we'll see Herrera take over that job. What do you see from him? What, what is his calling card at this point? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I've actually been a little surprised he didn't hit more than he has this year. Um, you know, but again, that jump to double A, I think uh, first and foremost, you're going to get a guy who knows what he's doing behind the plate. Um, you know, I admire any young player who comes and is very mindful about 
to hit learning another language, um, especially he, he knew from the get-go that it was important for him to be able to communicate with his pitchers. Uh, and that seems like a small part of, a part of things, but it's huge. And this is a guy who insisted on doing interviews with me in English hmm. from, a, from a very early age because he knew that he needed to do it. And his English is, is really good. He would always apologize afterwards. And I'm like, um, yeah, I don't speak Spanish, so you're, you know, you're way ahead. And he's 21. You know, I, I think the, the bat's going to come. But the good thing about a guy like Yvonne Herrera, uh, kind of like with Yachty, if Yachty wasn't hitting, it was okay, right? Because he brought so much else to the table. And he's learned a lot. Uh, and, and, and what Yachty has done in terms of taking him under his wing during spring training and things like that, the alternate site last year, um, you know, is that uh, he's learned from the absolute best mentor in the history of catching in a lot of ways. So uh, he's going to be able to catch and throw. He's going to get the most out of his pitching staff. All that's going to work. And I think the bat is going to come. You know, it started to pick up a little bit here. But, yeah, he is an everyday catcher. I would give him some time in the big leagues next year as, as, a, as a backup. If you can, you know, give him everyday reps in AAA. And then if you need him, don't be afraid to – to call upon him to, to, to help out. Now, if they decide that it's best for him to learn under Yachty, who, you know, is not going to catch 150 games anymore uh, and, and sort of split duties as a passing of the baton. Uh, I, I don't think that would be a terrible idea either. I think it's going to be a matter of whether they think from an offensive development standpoint, Herrera needs to, to play closer to every day in triple a to, to let the bat catch up a little bit. But I think, you know, the way he swung the bat more recently has more along the lines of what I think the kind of offensive player he's going to be. Couple more minutes here with Jonathan Mayo of MLB Pipeline. Jonathan, you mentioned it a couple answers ago when talking about Nolan Gorman. Hey, nobody hits for power down at Palm Beach. And that is absolutely true, unless your name is Jordan Walker, in which case <laughs> you have a 700 slugging percentage down in Palm Beach. Uh, everybody here in St. Louis is excited about their first round pick from a year ago. How excited should they be about what Jordan Walker could become? Man, he's good. Uh, you know, and I think he's, he's for me better already than I expected him to, to be. I, I thought there might be a little bit of a learning curve. Um, you know, last year was such a weird year. Uh, even on the amateur side. So, you know, who knows? Um, but the the power is legit. You know, he, he may give Nolan Gorman a run for his money, and I think what's been good is his ability to tap into it. Um, you know, he's not been selling out for power. Um, that slugging percentage is great, but it's been a lot of doubles and some homers, which to me is a good sign. Like, I think those, you know, as you mature, and we're already talking about a guy who's, immense is a, a mountain of a man already. And again, only 19 years old. Uh, you know, the fact that he is not just swinging out of his shoes and, and trying to jack balls out of whatever ballpark he's in, cause he could do that. You know, he could have a stat line right now hitting 230 with 25 homers with a lot more strikeouts, but he's clearly working on the hit tool, which is, is going to be important because, you know, there's going to come a, a point in time where he's going to learn how to turn on pitches and when are the right opportunities to, you know, sort of more sell out for power? That power is going to come because he has so much natural raw pop that really working on, on his feel for hitting and barreling up the baseball more consistently is only going to lead to more power numbers. And the fact that 
you know, there's a lot of extra base hits and not a ton of homers while he's hitting for average is a really, really good sign because history tells you, especially with a guy like this, those doubles are going to turn into homers naturally just as he continues to add strength to that six foot five frame. Jonathan, final question that I have for you while we've got you on the line. Are there any Cardinals prospects that we didn't ask you about? Those are kind of the top guys right now. Are there any other guys that you think over the next year or so could make their presence felt at the big league club and they could be a little better than maybe people are anticipating? Yeah, I think, you know, the, the, we have them like 21st in the, in the top 30. And the reason why they're sort of lower down is there's not as much depth as there used to be. But up top, there are some interesting guys. I mean, I think Mason Wynn is a guy that you have to, you know, to, to keep an eye on just because he's so immensely talented. Uh, and, you know, he's a two-way guy who's focusing on hitting. Uh, you, you could always put him on the mound if you have to, but I think there's a lot to tap into there, and he's already made it up to, to high A. And then the two guys in the draft who are next on their top 30 list, Josh Baez has a ton of upside, uh, also ridiculous amounts of raw power. Um, you know, he does a lot of really uh, exciting things on the field. Might take him a little while as a Massachusetts high school guy, but again, maybe maybe he'll jump ahead of the curve, sort of like like Walker and even and Nolan Gorman has to to an extent. Um, and then Michael McGreevy, uh, their first round pick, who I really like coming out of the draft, a very sort of typical college arm for the Cardinals as a guy with a lot of feel for pitching, uh, really good spin rates, uh, but there's some projection there six foot four frame. So I think he's going to throw harder as he gets into, into pro ball and might be even a little bit better than people anticipated as a, as a guy who wasn't, you know, uh, jumping off the page as a, as a top of the first round kind of college arm. Interesting. Hey, Jonathan, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. Giving us a little insight into what the Cardinals farm system looks like right now. My pleasure. Anytime guys. At the home Depot, we have black Friday savings all through November. And with that comes a joyful holiday bustle that we just love to hear. Although we also love the sound that comes after the holidays. When people put their new tools to use. In fact, we love it so much. When you buy select Milwaukee M18 kits, you'll get an extra tool for free. So after you're done filling the air with holiday magic, you can fill it with the sounds of doing. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed plus special financing, only for a limited time. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.